Welcome to the Millennial Therapist Podcast with Mao and Nao. This podcast is hosted by two millennial therapists who are true crime, forensic psychology, and macabre obsessed. This is not your typical mental health podcast where only mental health and social work topics are discussed. We dabble in various topics from cultural humility to military mental health to ghosts to interesting ways our parents use the paranormal to discipline us. Ed Kukui, anyone? <laughs> Why so many topics? Because we're millennials. To make things more interesting, one is an Air Force veteran and a mom of two, the other is currently serving active duty, and both are children of immigrants working to honor their ancestors. What's up, homies? This is MTP with Mao and Nao, your favorite true crime-loving millennial therapist queens. If this is your first time, welcome. Stay a while. If you're returning, oh, hey, I love your face. Normally, it's Mao and Nao, but sadly, it's just Mao today because Nao has military responsibilities. Lame. But I'm not alone because today I am joined by the Holy Trinity, Marcus, James, and Robert Welsh of the YouTube and social media. Yay! Uh, Yay! Do you want us to sing? (laughs) Yes, We were just saying you you did that in the right order. For some reason, we've always done Marcus, James, and Robert. Yeah. And I don't know why. Oh, really? I always went by age, or I just... No, 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 Robert, you're older, though, huh? I'm older. Who's younger? Oh, you are. I'm the youngest. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, it's I read those comments and it's the fake news that Robert's older, so I can't. This is, you know what? Somebody left a comment on something the other day. We did this video where we like transformed ourselves into our younger selves. Yes. And someone's like, Robert, you look a hell of a lot younger. And I was like, how old do I look that, <laughs> that I'm a hell of a lot younger than? <laughs> All we did was put some glasses on. like <laughs> And a striped shirt. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wow, Jesus, wow. <laughs> The, the other thing is when we grow up all the family always say Robert and James yeah. because it flows nicer it does it flow nicer. The tongue nicer it does so flow nicer Robert and James yeah. but if you're giving us a card it should be James and Robert <laughs> okay <laughs> noted well Just my husband is a fraternal twin Oh, it's funny because it's the same setup as you guys he has an oh. older brother that's two years and yeah. then he is the older fraternal twin and then he has his brother so he's a middle child and then he swears mm. he has like that issue and it's like you don't really count yeah I don't know I don't know why that's a thing or why it's an issue I don't know but either it but it is yeah it is it though I will say it counts for nothing <laughs> and that's the middle child problem because Robert, oh yeah I'm quite a bit older yeah Robert um, when James or came out <laughs> was uh, Robert had sort of the same size head as he has now that's <laughs> No, James James left the home, the home. and I decided to spread out. I was yeah. like, finally, it's gone. Yeah. You turned around, me, didn't you? Yeah, he was like, I tried to... <laughs> Worst movie ever. Exactly. So I, I was a trouble getting out. Yeah, 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 he had to be trouble. cut out in the end, cesarean. Really? And this is the story oh my of my birth. And that's the story <laughs> yeah. of my birth. And we're done. Goodbye. Thanks. It's been lovely. If you want to know what I was doing, I was wearing a vest and a pair of shorts, 
and it was it was March, so it was cold. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> apparently, I was challenging young children about my age to fights, according to Dad. Oh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's the effects of so. you know newborn children on yep. siblings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. as you would know. <laughs> I was the only child for a long time. So I finally got a little brother, and I was like eighteen. I was like, "What am I going to do with this?" Like, oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. I'm yeah. moving on with my life. You have things to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't need family. I-, <laughs> I was like, I'm not your mother. <laughs> so speaking of twins. <laughs> so I imagine you all know who they are because you all came over from their podcast. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate oh, pleasure. <laughs> but if you don't know James, Robert, and Marcus, they are the creators on YouTube with their respective channels covering a plethora of topics. Robert with makeup, denouncing dumb Instagram makeup hacks. Yes. <laughs> James with skincare and debunking TikTok trends that burn people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcus covering life mysteries in the debate of UK or US foods. Mm, yes. <laughs> It's U- an important one. UK one. It is. Yeah. Well, I was yeah, thinking was, about yeah. U.S. foods, and I was like, all the foods that I think of aren't American food. Indian food, Cambodian food, mm. Chinese food. I was like, yeah, exactly. It's the same count. here, pretty much. We have a, a, a big Indian population in the U.K., so mm. curry is pretty much our second mm. national dish, right? With uh, fish and chips. But I don't know. I kind of included that because although there's lots of influences in American cuisine, there's. Um, it's been Americanized, as I say in the video. Yeah. Some of the foods have adopted an American version of the traditional food. Right. So I, I still included it. But I mean, yeah. UK won because of the puddings, didn't it? In the end, the, uh, really... But one, th- one thing I do think you missed out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, the different flavours that Americans have in the, the most normal mm. things like mm. chewing gum mm-hmm. for example yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, the melon flavour you have yeah. the grape flavour you mm. have the tropical yeah. flavours that you have whilst so over here everything is natural flavour yeah you've got mint or spearmint <laughs> what is natural? Or yeah. Yeah. Mint. Yeah. <laughs> dirt yeah. you know yeah. what the, the, I, I did think of that but the reason I didn't include it all I was doing is um, no one sent it in to me so yeah. I was just going on emails that um, the Americans gave me so but that would have been one yeah. especially yeah. the sort of blueberry the blue flavour <gasps> what we call yeah. what we call blue <laughs> mm. yeah well we're full of shit because did you know that Skittles is all the same flavour and they just changed the colour do you know what I didn't know I that. noticed this because they've recently launched Launch giant Skittles, hmm? and they're just Skittles but giant size. So okay. like the size of like Maltesers, you know, like yeah. so what they're called out there like poppets or something. Yeah, and they're Skittles but giant, giant, yeah, giant Skittles. <laughs> well, you said what? I get it. So I no, I, like what? And what? Great. I still don't get it. I still don't get it. But the, basically. That's when I realised Skittles are all the same flavour. Mm. But yeah. they taste different. No. Yeah, orange. In your mind. They taste different. different. Psychologically. No. Yeah. Orange is yeah. different. Is that real? Red is, is different. That... No. no, no. no. <laughs> it's not. We're going to have to do like, We need a to do a test. Mm. Yeah, yes. we do. A blind yeah. Well, we should test. because we will all leave purple because it's the horrible one. I love a purple no, one. No, I leave yellow what? and green. Mm. Green's the best. Purple and green. Green's not. Oh, it's different though in the States. The flavours are difficult. Apple different in the states. Oh yeah, apples are good flavor. Oh, I, I think it's different in every country. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We talked about that for a long time. Let's do it. <laughs> 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 Moving on. <laughs> That's a free advertising skill. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also, in addition, Robert and James have a joint channel, The Welsh Twins, covering any historical and scientifically 
accurate topics like five yeah, minute craft. Very accurate. <laughs> yes. The science that is five minute craft. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's uh, evidence based. Yeah. <laughs> Did I miss anything? I think no, that's everything, that's really. Yeah. All right. Uh, yep. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, thank you for having me on the Double Cleanse podcast. It oh, was cool. a lot of fun to talk about the psychology of trolls and internet. Mm. Yeah, jerks. I feel like we could talk about that for hours. Oh, and yeah. Hours. Yeah. Going on and on. Yeah. And it's constantly changing. So, you know, it it's like you can just keep adding to and adding to. And yeah. Yep. That was a good episode, yeah. actually. I, I edit the podcast, mm. and usually I'm pretty bored. <laughs> so wow. it's nice to get some guests on. <laughs> Talk about something different. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not like talking about sunscreen? Is what you're telling me? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, just, I just don't know what it is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so next time, hopefully we have Nao. I swear she exists. She just oh, yeah. Yeah. was yeah. not We've able to make... Now. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I have a co-host. It's just <laughs> me and like dark hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So being born and raised in the States, I feel like I have a very tunnel vision of what mental health treatment and care looks like for the public, right? Like just the view of what it looks like and what the care entails. So I would love to hear what mental health care or treatment or just whatever, like the view is for you guys growing up. I mean, it doesn't have to go personal, but just like general. Yeah. We we were actually, myself and James, we lived with a mental health nurse for a while. Mm. So we would hear a lot of stories coming from her experiences oh, like yeah. throughout the year, mm. full moon. Yeah. <laughs> all, all these different times and stuff, working, working with these people. Yeah. But to be honest with you, growing up, mental health is never anything I would have considered until, what, five years ago? Mm. Or something like that, when, when people yeah. were starting to um, openly talk about it mm-hmm. and it not be seen as such a taboo to talk right. about or right. you weren't a weak person because of that you know so growing up it was very much not anything you would be like oh you know mm, I think there's one thing it is in England we have very much a kind of like that's rude don't talk about mm. it kind of attitude mm. about a lot of things that I've noticed <laughs> in America isn't quite <laughs> We're the just same rude. <laughs> yeah just talk about everything out there um but, you know, it's seen as, like, unclassy and uncouth yeah, kind of thing. Um, so, like, mental health was never really talked about. It's called mm-hmm. the stiff upper lip, isn't stiff it? Stiff upper English lip. English mm. stiff upper lip, where mm. you just get on with it. Um, yeah, it's the middle of the war, and you just get on with it. And yeah. You, you eat your bread and... Yeah, yeah. your rations. Your rations. You'll wait mm. till next week. Exactly. Yeah, it really, it really, that attitude pretty much yeah. stayed around, and we grew up 90s, early mm. 2000s, and that's that was still mm. the pretty much the yeah. attitude there. The, but then the, you'd always see on, like, American, because we've always had a lot of American TV over mm-hmm. here in the UK, there was like, oh, you know, I was, I was speaking to my therapist, and mm. it always seems like America is a bit more open about And it's always like, why does yeah. everyone, why do, everyone, yeah. Yeah, why does everyone have a therapist? And then it's not until, you know, social media, I feel, where we, you know, Instagram Facebook, all this kind of stuff, where you you get more open to everyone in the world. That you're like, oh, people, these are all the different things that humans experience, mm-hmm. and this is how they're dealing with them, and this is how we can help people deal with them, and how you know, it's um, it's very eye opening. I still feel like it's we're in the middle of mm. that sort of mental health revolution here. The it, it feels like it's very much ongoing. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it's a like a Gen Gen Z thing. There, they all they're all very open because we've got like the boomers yeah. above us, right? Then us millennials are kind of in the in between mm. where we want the we're same like, we're thing. We're learning, we're learning, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then Gen Z are kind of just wow, well, you know, they're kind of what 
what millennials want mm. but haven't yeah. quite accomplished yeah. I guess mm. kind of thing when it comes to openly so talking so openly about topics growing up even in the states none of the resources that we have now were around even when I was in high school I remember being was it 03 04 having a hard time with school and I actually asked my mom like hey can we go to therapy she's like no stupid just sleep um, on it yeah. I was yeah. Like, yeah seriously I was like I just want to take a nap but <laughs> same I think social media we talked about this on the podcast it was uh, the awareness and it just being normalized is, mm-hmm. it's so influential to I think everybody's perception to it so yeah it sounds like pretty similar to the US where yeah you didn't really see it unless it was on social or on TV or movies and then a lot of times that wasn't accurate Right, it's not how it works. Like you don't just pop around and, and see a therapist. I, yeah, and, and I feel like it's always been in like comical situations where it's like, yeah. I need to go see my therapist, and a then therapist. there's a whole yeah. thing around the therapist room, and yeah. isn't it funny? And all you know, and it's I mean, even even like now, people use words like anxiety, depression, OCD mm-hmm. very openly. Like, oh, I have such OCD because they cleaned their kitchen <laughs> in the morning, mm-hmm. and it's like you and or oh, I've got anxiety because you know they're, nervous. they're, yeah. they're nervous. They're nervous, and yeah. it is a little bit overused, and I still sure. think that kind of goes. Um, um, what's the, what undermines it a little bit and kind of adds to the almost like um, like minimizing oh, it now. This. You don't yeah. have this. Yeah, it, it makes it a little bit. Yeah, like like you said, it undermines the whole thing. Yeah, that's the problem, though, isn't it? People don't really know. You say anxiety, and it's mm. uh, it's a catch-all term for so many different mm. feelings and thoughts and uh, and your your own issues. Mm. So yeah, it's, that's that's the other thing. It's expanding on what it really all means right. here and yeah as i say it, we're still in that revolution there's and it's it's is coming in in sports quite prevalently yes. at the yeah. moment sports people and and uh, the royals they're doing mm, something yeah. aren't they i'm not really I don't they're really always trying to, to be like yeah we know we're real <laughs> yeah we, we're not lizard people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they are, but they are. <laughs> i like the mental health yeah <laughs> we have brains we- <laughs> <laughs> really yeah it's, it, it's people are talking about it in all the spheres of life where you wouldn't expect it mm, for the right. first time mm-hmm. here mm. um and i hope that opens up the yeah. conversation as to yeah. what it really is like you're saying what really is OCD yeah. what, what does right. it mean to people right, that exactly. actually suffer and I think that's a great point Marcus is like that it's very cyclical like I think it goes into everything you talk about might be wrong <laughs> what people are saying mm-hmm. yeah. but it's out there right so going into the history of it it's been really interesting even even going through my graduate program where I was training to be a therapist and mental health um, counselor we didn't go into like the 1600s or even before that so I did some digging and like oh it's gonna be it, the world yes, oh my gosh I'm ready for it though yes. <laughs> lobotomies relax <laughs> yes alright so throughout history there has been three general theories of what causes mental illness and we still hear it now in this kind of like the re-education or the education that we're trying to destigmatize. so it's either explained by supernatural so theories that attribute mental illness to possession by evil or demon spirits, displeasure of God, so you made the gods mad, eclipses, or eclipses, I don't know, (laughs) planetary gravitation, so Mercury retrograde, retrograde, yeah, yeah, curses and sin, so that is the supernatural. Another theory is a somatogenic theory, which identifies disturbances in physical functioning, meaning that you have a physical imbalance 
brain damage or genetic inherent or a psychogenic theory which is based on traumatic or stressful experiences having maladaptive or like unhelpful ways of dealing with thoughts and feelings so those are the three going back to 1900 bc mesopotamia in egypt described women as suffering from mental illness from a wandering uterus later named as hysteria by the greeks did you guys know that Wait, how, uteruses how, have how does a uterus wonder like like up the body or yes because like apparently we they have souls and they a become has a soul. yes our oh. uterus has souls and they become dislodged and attached to different parts of our body like the liver or chest cavity right that makes sense that's why we Can have you imagine them? Them? <laughs> they, yeah. a woman's just given birth <laughs> and then like she's got like you know post post Part of depression. depression. And like, right, your uterus has slipped. It's gone off. <laughs> your uterus has gone upwards. Yeah. And it's, it's actually in your heart cavity. Yeah. Your heart yeah. So you're going to have to jump up and down or whatever. <laughs> yeah, bleed what was out. the cure for that? Open your mouth. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That hanging ball thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? That's a good question. What was the cure? They. You had to drink a weird, like, substance that, like, smelled really funny, apparently. Oh. Where know. was this? Sorry, what's the history here? Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia. In, in Egypt. God. And Egypt. Mm-hmm. I thought like they were right. a bit more like clever with things. I Listen, they, they just formed doctory. civilization. What do you want from them? <laughs> yeah, what else? How far could they really go? <laughs> but if, if it's in both Mesopotamia and Egypt at the yeah. same time, that means there would have been a line of communication between yeah. the two civilizations. Oh. So that's uh, that's two different forts mm. existed in two yeah. different parts of the world. Apparently they hate uteruses. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just a, a natural human thing we're born with. But then also hating uteruses. <laughs> back then as well. Imagine being the the a person who drank that and then obviously not being healed. And it's like, well, I'm still like, what? Do, would you pretend you were fine or yeah, like what? What do you do with that? You get burned on the stake as a witch. Yeah, probably. But this is a great. This is a great thought. <laughs> this is a great thought because if you think these two places were trading with each other. So that means they both have different languages. So Mesopotamia was cuneiform writing, Mm. and Egypt's obviously hieroglyphs. Mm. So that means they're translating not only their transaction of goods, but also that there's a wandering uterus causing... (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it was a lost in translation (laughs) in their exchange. Yeah, I bet it was. Like, hey, by the way... That's really interesting. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I didn't say uterus! (laughs) That's gossip, isn't it? Between it is. two two Sons of bitches. total totally different empires. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about your own uterus. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's a really good point though. Of course it was probably most likely the men. Right, mm. yeah. Yeah. I feel that. like this would have been a time as well where men wouldn't even admit unlike even now, a lot of men don't admit to having some kind of um not feelings <laughs> you know because of because of the way society sees masculinity yeah. but that's a whole other thing yeah but for especially sure. back then it was like no you know a man yes, definitely wouldn't i know about uteruses i i'm you. a man mm-hmm. i know about your uteri uteri um it's in your stomach right <laughs> so they they had a strong smelling substance to guide the uterus back to its proper location. God, um, which, is, <laughs> which, yeah, right. which is of course in the lower <laughs> yeah. here, here somewhere. So it, it like chased it back like a tunnel system, mm. like a Scooby Doo tunnel system. Yes, yeah. this smelly drink was uterus running indoors yeah. and out of other doors. It was a uterus all along. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like takes the ghost sheet off. Yeah, the sheet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not only did they do that, the Greeks in 400 BC attempted to separate superstition and religion, which was good for mm. medicine. So they created a belief system that deficiency excessive of one of the four essential bodily fluids. So you had too many of mm. this. Either too much okay. blood, yellow bile, black bile, and phlegm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's when they would bl- like let them blood, fluid. yeah, blood, blood, let yep. fluid them. I don't know. Let fluid, let fluid, let fluid, let fluid. MD, put that on the record. <laughs> um, so, for exactly, for example, if someone had, or so, if someone was too temperamental, that meant they had too much blood and had to get their blood blooded. No. Who decides that? Who decides what emotion is is to what? Yeah, like Like phlegm. Phlegm. You're too happy. Mm. Let's de-phlegm you. Mm. (laughs) And then what's his name? Hippocrates. I don't know how to say his name. Hippocrates. Yes. Hippocrates. No, 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 no. Hippocrates. I think. Yes. Is that that guy? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hippocrates. Hippocrates. He's the guy who did the Hippocratic oath. Yeah. Yes. Oh. He classified mental illness into four categories. Epilepsy, mania, melancholia, and brain fever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's yeah, getting more like... It is. Yeah, other than the epilepsy, right? Which <laughs> yeah. Brain, brain it will do. It's, it shows the sort of Greek move from God-based worship to the Trying more to philosophical mm-hmm. science-based. Yeah, which is prevalent throughout their whole civilization absolutely really. and um he he actually led the way to destigmatizing mental illness and saying that it wasn't shameful and that also mentally ill individuals should be held accountable for their behaviors because also part of the the belief was that it was based on animalism so pretty much you couldn't control yourself when you are mentally mm-hmm. ill that it's pretty much dehumanizing the people yeah. and that's kind of yeah, like that where again mm-hmm. although they're kind of separating superstition and something and and like you know medicine it's still that thought of oh you've been taken over by something else yes. you know yeah, or, like or, or it's not really control. you, you mm-hmm. know, there's still that thought there as kind of like um what's the word progressive as it seems right. you know that they've separated the two there's still that element of you're not yourself and you're not what you're doing is wrong right Mm. yeah and almost like uncurable too right Mm -hmm. so this belief system remained until the somatogenic theory came up until the 19th century so luckily another greek physician galen or galen rejected the notion that the uterus had a soul (laughs) and he thank you (laughs) he finally saw one was like no that definitely doesn't have a soul Um, He agreed with the notion that an imbalance of the four bodily fluids could cause mental illness. So he actually also opened the door for the psychogenic explanations that it could come from stress. But haters going to hate and nobody listened to his theories. And they're like, no, it's stupid for centuries. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, it's for sure the uterus. Have you seen it? Centuries, my God. Centuries. That's like insane. Okay, so the timeline's a little 
off, I think, or no, it's it's within. I don't, you know, guys, I'm not good with the centuries. I don't know the math. I'm not. Who knows time? Whatever. As much as we are historians, <laughs> yes, we still can't true. quite get it. No one can. No one can understand time. <laughs> it's relative. It's not even real. Yeah. Exactly. Not even there. <laughs> but in any order you want. Exactly. So between the 11th and 15th century, supernatural theories of mental disorders came back to Europe, oh, like Marcus oh was saying. God. Is this which kind of time? Yes. So it was fueled by natural disasters like the plague and famine. Mm. Mm. So because the, the common folk, i.e. non-PDFs, interpreted that all of this stuff came from the devil. Right. It's religion. It's religion coming mm-hmm. in, ruining everything, right. <laughs> pretending it's the law. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so superstition, astrology, and alchemy took hold in common treatments like prayer rites, relic touching, confessions, and atonement really became the mental health treatment at this time. And oh my god, do it didn't think? work. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was going to say, do you <laughs> think? Like, <laughs> just like, <cured>. <laughs> touch this and you should be over. <laughs> Think, on your like, face. <laughs> depending on the level of you know what was actually going on with them do you think there would have been some kind of um placebo effect for some of these people maybe like the truly truly religious yeah i think who... i think with anything yeah placebo effect is so mm. effective because um there is some change in anything right so you also mm. kind of look into they call it like a bias like a tunnel vision bias you're gonna mm. look for what you want to believe to, you want to, to believe, right. create that evidence. Mm. I think the other thing with this kind of time is the medical treatments. So take de-blooding, for example. It's going to make you feel worse somewhere else, so you forget mm. about the original yeah, problem. True. You've got a massive mm. hole in your head, yeah. so you're like, <laughs> and <laughs> you feel better. And you're like, oh, you're you know, woozy. Yeah. 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 When you've got That's leeches and a cabbage God. on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you're holding a Virgin Mary statue. Right? Everything's going to be okay. For a week. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it's either touch a relic or not have blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Relic. Yeah. Relic. Yeah. Relic. For sure. Yeah. I don't so need blood. <laughs> So this is the time, like uh, Marcus mentioned, where the mentally ill, who were mostly women, began to be persecuted as witches who were possessed. Oh my god. Mm. And quite right. (laughs) How dare you. (laughs) Right, get him off. (laughs) Get him out of here. (laughs) Just wait with my uterus spell. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come and get you. You Release your soul. Revenge. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, at the height of the witch hunts during the 15th and 17th centuries, this is also when the Protestant reform came around, and mm-hmm. these two dick monks wrote mm. an ultimate manual to guide these witch hunts. So, Finally. stop. Monks did it. <laughs> yeah, Dominican monks. No. Are we su- yeah. are you I surprised? Expect that kind of behavior from really monks. from a religious and upper religious you wouldn't expect that behavior. Are... Oh no, monks! Right, so yeah. What were you thinking? Monkeys? <laughs> oh no! I just I just mixed up religions terribly. Then yeah. I'm ever. Are so you thinking sorry. about Buddhist monks? Buddhist monks would never. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, monks has an terrible haircut. Right, wearing rope belts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, got you. Like, yeah, yes, they had like that mini fringe. Yeah, right? they're like we're not doing anything. Let's yeah. let's write a book on how to catch which like, is. I yeah. hate my hair. Which they shouldn't believe in, right? As much? Well, at the time, yeah. 
anything that was like spawn of the devil, anything they could prove for there oh. to be good and evil and God be the good, they'll be like, fuck yeah, what is fucking do We that? went to um, mm-hmm. like a Sunday school with our friend once, just as like support. Um, no, it was like an art, it was like a church. I don't know. We were there with her. They they gave out free food, um, nice. and the vicar started telling us to stop reading tarot cards and stop believing in yes, astrology. And she really had a go at us. Mm. So <laughs> that's the thing. Good and eat, like if it's something mm. has to be. You know, any anything that's like um, di- let's go divination is is mm. evil, and yeah, from the that's from the witches. Strange. James, is this the one that had a puppet? Yes, she had a puppet, and at Christmas she would Christmas Eve would bring it out, yeah. basically tell all the kids that Father Christmas wasn't real. With yeah, the puppet. It was so horrifying. Eddie, it was Eddie. 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 Was she and also was like a child, or she was older? She was. Older. She had the haircut of a child. Oh, the, the, the puppet. Oh, the puppet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She had a monk child haircut. <laughs> 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 and we all had oranges with a candle in, and this puppet was going, Father Christmas isn't the one you should be thinking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might not be real. <laughs> Ask parents. <laughs> wow. No, that's no Sunday school scares me. I went, I think, oh, once, yeah. and I was just like, Oh, we only went once a year. And it didn't help that it was in Spanish. Oh, oh. <laughs> that feels more official, though, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, it just sounds more yeah. official. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, cool, where are the snacks? There were no snacks. <laughs> it was rude. Um, so, yeah, so these dickheads did that. But then there was Johan Weyer and Reginald Scott, who actually tried to convince people in the mid to late 16th century that accused witches were actually women with mental illnesses and that it was not due to demonic possession but to faulty metabolism and disease but of course the church's inquisition banned both of their writings because you know that wasn't part Mm. of their aesthetic (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy like there's part of me that is a little bit like obsessed with that time period Mm. because of how crazy things were and I, I, I there's a part of me that likes the idea of how much they had faith in like magic and religion and their mm, beliefs that mm. I found, find really fascinating not like I find it fascinating but all this stuff that you look back on you're just like what the fuck was going on but can you imagine just being up for <laughs> you're, you're, you're a woman and anyone can accuse of being a, a, bit witch. a witch your bitch neighbour her bitch husband mm. could be like this she's a she's mm. a witch because she stole our bread yeah, and you know saw her fly out the window. We, she, we, I'm itchy now but like mm. it, it's uh, very killed so many people mm. again all in the name of like yeah. relig- religion in quotes mm. um, and speaking up uh, speaking up against the church too a lot yeah. of it was yeah. because yeah. of that so this time which they call the dark ages had a lot of these forward thinking people is in, that like, the same as like the dark ages? ages yeah this oh. is here um, oh is that what was going on in our in England the dark ages is the yeah world, you guys the middle ages oh. but th- yeah this is what's Two, going on but, but this part oh, okay. you know inquisition there was a lot of um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of forward thinkers like Reginald Dwight and George Michaels or whoever right. it was you just said um, George Michael <laughs> <laughs> uh, but because of the church and the um, yeah. monopoly they had on everything uh, and the power and influence they had on everything they could um, squash burn and get rid of any of these yeah yeah forward thinkers and their their writings and, and imagine like killing so many people in the name of religion and the name of them being the witches mm-hmm. and suddenly someone comes along it's like actually yeah <laughs> that's not it you can't be like oh sorry because it's like, quite a big yeah. mistake to make yeah right <laughs> like whoops <laughs> um yeah but alas witch hunting did not decline until the 17th 18th century after more than a hundred thousand presumed witches were burned at the stake <gasps> jesus 
Isn't he the last person who was tried as a witch really recent, more Wasn't recent, Wasn't it like think? the 70s or something? It's like 2002. Crazy. <laughs> 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 the millennium. Yeah. <laughs> no, I swear it was like the 70s or something. No. I feel like... Was it? Something... Let me Google quick. this really quickly. It's ridiculous. I think somebody died by fire oh my god like as capital punishment in the states I don't know yeah, okay. because they're a witch oh, no, <laughs> when was the last witch I say no but for some reason it wasn't surprising yeah. when it went 19, oh, 1918 <laughs> yeah not okay. the 70s it wasn't the 70s <laughs> it was dad it was <laughs> But that's still pretty sick. That's yeah, still that's pretty really like. Yeah. That's way too. Yeah. yeah, 16th century. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like seven. Yeah, that's insane. And then that that was just in Europe, I think. And then we had our witch trials in um, the U.S. Mm. Salem, around where mm. I grew up. Yeah, in Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, I grew up in the North Shore area, so Salem's like actually one of my favorite places. Mm. <laughs> oh, I know. We're kind of like oh, having an odd fascination with it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's 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 actually like the mascots are called they're called the witches. Like they totally played up oh, to yeah. Oh, yeah. um <laughs> everything which in. is yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So based on those three main theories, right, the causes of the mental illness then determine the care and treatment that the mentally ill individuals mm-hmm. received. So let's talk about the history of the mental illness treatment. Oh god. So one of the earliest forms of mental health treatment was trip Trifonation, which is removing a small part of the skull using an auger, bore, or saw, which dated from around 7,000 years ago. And this practice was likely used to relieve headaches, mental illness, or even the belief of demonic possession. I just want to know where they got the idea from with the severe lack of science. What what led them to think, right, let's cut a hole... And Imagine having a headache and you could like you could have just stretched your neck out for a few minutes yeah. and they're like, No, we need to cut your skull. Gonna cut that or go to sleep. Like take a fucking yeah. nap. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrate, you know? Yes. It's it's insane that none of these like, you know, that just little things like like a drink, you know, it had to go as drastic yeah. as, you know, cutting up. Cutting yes, it's so and, drastic. Isn't it? It is. It's, like, you, uh, you know, a headache spirit can be chased out by mm. a, a drink, surely. Well, That's look weird. at it from their point of view. If you think with no scientific evidence, if mm. you're feeling a headache, which, say, feels like pressure, mm. your number one thing would be... The devil. Yeah. <laughs> I would, oh, yeah, knock I would, out that pressure. Out, no, I would yeah. pressure, ste- like, steam it out. Like, yeah, put maybe, them in a hot yeah. room and yeah. steam it out. Steam no? your eyes. Steam Did your they eyes. know about steam back then? Yes. Was <laughs> <laughs> there fire back then? <laughs> Was water invented? <laughs> <laughs> they had a rock. That's all they had. <laughs> Two rocks. That's all they had. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying that's awful <laughs> when was this when did you when did you say uh, 7,000 years ago oh right God. so okay wow so for 70 isn't it <laughs> <laughs> the last witch burned <laughs> also had a hole in her skull <laughs> <laughs> with no uterus <laughs> so yeah so that was one and then bloodletting and purging was very popular mm. during the 1600s um, and then actually came back to popularity in the Western world where they believed that disease and illness stemmed from the imbalance yeah. liquids in your body. Right. Mm. So, and it was fashion for a while, wasn't it? What? what? Having less blood or being... Yeah, yeah. People oh. it, was, it was a sign of yeah. beauty. Yeah. And what was, what was the illness at the time? Consumption, um, whatever it's mm, called. TB. 
Mm, that's it, Tibby. A small box as well. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Big pupils, really pale, almost grey skin. You can mm. see your veins. Height of beauty. Mm. Yeah. People were poisoning themselves to do it. Mm. What? Why? It was like what royalty? Was it royalty or people wanting to Elizabeth be did, like? Did it, didn't she? We, well, she she started doing it because she was actually sick. Yeah. <laughs> so, and queens were like the influence of influences of now, so they would copy mm. it. So right. everyone found these other ways to do it, like draw on um, veins. And you know, oh, Lisa yeah. Eldridge, who's um, an incredible makeup artist, a really mm-hmm. famous makeup artist. She had a TV series here in the UK where she did very historically accurate makeup and stuff like that. And they made that blue vein pen in a lab oh, um, and wow. drew it and oh my god it looked real it really? looked so real and I was like oh my god those veins look really nice veins good <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> veins nice veins but they also used to wet their clothes they mm. also it, women would wet their dresses so it would look stuck to them and mm. like that was a huge part of the look as well so then obviously people going out in the whatever weather and dripping wet clothing catching cold catching and colds and obviously the cold could probably kill you back then yeah. or you'll yeah. catch your death out there catch you'll your death walk around like that <laughs> yeah. that's where it came from <gasps> Oh, fact. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Always bringing history Shine. to the forefront. <laughs> <laughs> Uterus. <laughs> <laughs> so, in- speaking of science, English physician Thomas Willis used Ga- Galen's writings to base um, treatment for mentally ill patients. He argued that an internal biochemical relationship was behind these mental mental disorders so bleeding and purging and even vomiting were thought to help correct those imbalances and help heal those physical and mental illnesses Hmm. Like hmm. diabetes this, this, and asthma. It's making a bit more sense. As they, like, I see where they're coming from. Like you, yeah, like getting the toxicity mm. out. Yeah. But yeah. Like, yeah. It feels nice once you've been sick. It's really nice. Oh, it's yeah. a great feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've been drunk and you need to, like, fresh up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't wind. think anyone looks forward to No, it. no. It's like, oh, that smell in my nose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> tip, tip. <laughs> Um, drink some Ribena or blackcurrant drink. Do you have a Ribena out in? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Do you have Ribena? No. It's, a, it's a blackcurrant drink. Wait, I don't think you have blackcurrants in. No. Oh, <laughs> Americans don't have blackcurrant. That's no, you do. Is no. it a berry? Yeah, it's like raspberry and but like a, like English raspberry. It's not um, common at all. We'd have to be imported. It's okay. very expensive. <laughs> Yeah, luxury. Oh. Have some grape yes. juice. Luxury. Yes. Before you're asleep. No, before okay. you're sick. And then um, it will taste nice on the way out. Right. <laughs> no one do that. <laughs> uh, the whole pint of um, Ribena. You can buy Ribena in um, Publix if you live in the South. Oh, there you go. <gasps> mm. yeah. I know Publix. Yeah. yeah. Florida. Spelled with an yeah. <laughs> But then we have a horrible binge drinking culture in England, so that's the kind of stuff we would do when we yes. drink as like teenagers. Lying your stomach with milk. Like, snake bite. Yeah, so you'd have like a milkshake before you go out, and then you would binge drink with all your friends, and then you'd finish with like a snake bite, which is what like yeah. beer and Ribena. I've had that. Cider. <gasps> oh, it's nice. I've it's had good. snake bites in um when I lived in England. That show is delicious. Yeah, yeah really good. Yeah. We used to have blackcurrant with everything. How did you not yeah. have Ribena yeah. while you were here? I don't know. Was I not with the right crowds? So rude. Falling <laughs> in with the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, they weren't the classy. <laughs> no culture. <laughs> no culture. Oh, remember hot Ribena? Yeah, hot Ribena. Oh. How? Why are we talking about Ribena? <laughs> I don't know. Why are we talking about Ribena? Medicine. Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Vomiting. <laughs> Vomiting. Vomiting medicine. Witches. Is there a um, 
Is there a famous place that Americans think of in the UK that's famous for witches? Mm. No. No, just all Do you England. know of one? No. There's actually somewhere in the south, near Southampton, called the Witch Village, and it was known for their witches. Ooh. And they, um, obviously, and they have giant now... Skittles. The, giant Skittles. <laughs> and now they have, um, like, it's like, it's like in Salem, where it's like, the Witch Cafe, the Witch mm. Shop, the Witch Field, the Witch yeah. Car Park. You know? <laughs> the Witch Painters. Painters. <laughs> The witch, please pick up after yourself. Um, there's a place near Manchester called Pendle where I think there was a huge. It's on a hill, mm. and they're called the Pendle Witches. I think it's oh. our biggest trial, but oh. that's the only one I really know about. I don't know any. Yeah, there's that one the tree, the girl whose body was in a tree. Oh, um, girl tree witch. Girl tree witch. <laughs> the, uh, don't. Something don't, don't. Somebody's body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody's body in the witches. Out. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, we'll come back to that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Where are we? <laughs> oh my god! See, this is why. This is before. Like, do you, are you on a time limit? I'm like, yeah, and then we just talk about crap. For yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> Sarah Rabina. <laughs> Bloodletting, vomiting um, fixes diabetes, apparently, and okay. um, oh, leeches gosh. does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Then, isolation in asylums was also a treatment in the beginning. I mean, isolation was the preferred treatment for mental illness beginning in medieval times. Mm. So, it was no surprise that the insane asylums became widespread by the 17th century. These institutions were places where people with mental disorders could be placed, allegedly, for treatment. Mm. But a lot of times, it was just because they were kept away from families and communities. Mm, This is where you hear about like the really awful treatment with the lobotomies and brutal ice baths and shock therapy Mm, shock therapy yeah and that's i mean a whole nother topic of like the history of that but i think the isolation makes sense because it's it's carried on to prisons i don't know how the prison Mm -hmm. system is in the uk Mm -hmm. but in the states it's awful it's it's Mm. fucking awful and they use solitary confinement a lot and at first it was started off as like the penitentiary where they're like oh monks meditate in the dark and we'll have these criminals or these people meditate and it's like it doesn't work like that isn't it shocking to see the amount of buildings that you find out used to be asylums Mm. yeah yeah and that's where you hear all the best ghost stories yeah like some of my favorite videos to watch being into like horror stuff is walking around a haunted mm. asylum yeah. and I've never come across the same place twice yeah. doing me like people mm. aren't that's just in the UK so yeah. I don't think we've ha- I mean we, we've had a good share but I don't think maybe as much as you guys like I think there was mm. only one or two around where I grew up and I'll actually talk a little bit about what, the one that's close to the house because I have like mm. a um, direct connection to it Ooh. My dad's there. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> 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 <an> awful joke. <laughs> How awkward. You'd be like, all right, I'm just going to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Um, another form of therapy was insulin coma therapy. I've never heard mm-hmm. of this. What? So let me know if you've heard of this. So it's exactly what you think. They yeah. This treatment was used or introduced in 1920, 1927, oh. after that first witch was burned. Or yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They used it until the 1960s. Oh, my God. Jesus. So this is when 
a doctor would deliberately put a patient into a low blood sugar coma because they believe that large fluctuations in insulin levels could alter the function of the brain. So these what? these comas would last from one to four hours. Oh. Essentially, you're putting them into unconsciousness, right? So yeah. if they're not having enough oxygen to the blood. So essentially, if they failed to respond to the glucose that was given to them to get out of that coma, they would die. Oh, my God. Till the 1960s, they they. This is that. so weird how long they keep these things going because clearly no one saw any results from these things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So why? What is it? If, for, to me, this whole time period just seems like you know, in quotes, mad scientists who are like, no, I really want this to work. I mm. I need this to work. Like they're experimenting all the time, yeah. and it, it's yeah. terrifying that these people go into these places, and sometimes even if, even their families were like, oh, they're going to make them better. They're going to look after them, right. and actually they're experimenting on them with these mm-hmm. things that could work, might work you know, Mm. but have no actual evidence of working. And I feel like mental health care and treatment research is always kind of one of the last things. I mean, things are changing now, but it's always like the last priority because it's Mm -hmm. your brain. Like you can't see it and they're like, it's not real. (laughs) (laughs) So that's probably why they carried on with it, right? Mm -hmm. Say you get someone who gets a result. It may not be a cause and effect from the actual insulin coma, but this is the first paper, published paper with a result showing this you can say a few things put a few things in there to bolster your case and then people carry on super Uh, biased sometimes for nothing Mm. Mm. absolutely so that was one another one is called the metrazole therapy very similar to the insulin induced where they would induce seizures using stimulant medication like ritalin or i mean i'm not not these specific ones but kind of because that's like Adderall and Ritalin are stimulants. Mm. So giving them a shit ton of that to induce these seizures for about a minute would get... I don't know what the fuck they did it for. (laughs) (laughs) For funsies. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because they get this injection. And I wonder if it's as a reactive treatment. If someone's having like a, you know, psychotic break or they're just dysregulated, they're like, you need to get this. And essentially what will happen is this injection will cause their bones to fracture or their muscles oh will get tensed God. and yeah super bad it's that experiment thing again I, it's I just like let's like just see what happens a, yeah like yeah. it was like a time when every kind of like doctor or whatever wanted to be the discoverer of mm. something oh, like yes. something a breakthrough so they were like you say it feels like they were just testing and testing mm. until they had their breakthrough right. moment you and, know? and it ties into the, the way people saw anyone with mental illness how it's like they're inhuman enough to be able mm-hmm. to do these um, mm-hmm. things it doesn't matter what the result is and they probably can't they're in this big it. house you know safe away you know right yeah right. if you're comparing that to the old style hole in the skull mm. it's worse isn't it yeah because yeah. it's modern day essentially mm-hmm. we have a firmer grasp on what well they did mm-hmm. have a firmer grasp mm-hmm. on what mental illness is mm-hmm. at least they were trying back then yeah, when true. They were at least they <laughs> were here and, <laughs> right. and it wasn't torture it was like no yes. we're, we're actually yeah. really trying to help you yeah. maybe you got to keep that piece of skull when you before your sacrifice <laughs> to the gods exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> for your de-blooded <laughs> speaking of being famous and creating this thing do you guys know the history of the lobotomy 
It is insane. Oh, I do, I've I seen it so film. many times in many, <laughs> so many different films, and mm. in every film, it's always a person who, who I'm going to do this, and everyone's like, no, and it's like, well, who the fuck discovered it, Ben? Because all these people yeah. are doing this thing. What's that thing that was on TV recently with a, with the nurse who was like, she was she was so weird <laughs> from oh, American um, Horror Story I, in, on Netflix. Um, is it a horror? Rat, crutch, ratchet, no, it's ratchet, ratchet, ratchet. And there was a doctor in it. Oh no, that's Stephen. That's uh, Stephen King. Um, is it? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Someone knows. <laughs> Someone out there knows, but I don't think that was the way the lobotomy. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. No. So, <laughs> the answer that is no. <laughs> it was started by a guy that was not even a doctor. I think he was like a dentist. No. He was not like a phys- no. like a psychologist, psychiatrist. And it happened during their like forties. Right. Forties, yes. He was, yes. Oh. He was like, oh, take this part of the brain out, and then whatever, whatever. And then he found a faster way of doing it with an ice pick mm, through the yeah. eyes. I think it was right. Yeah. And then he started doing it as like a show. Look how many I can right. do, yeah. and was doing five or ten at the same time. Like, and what did, what did, <laughs> why yeah. did these Doesn't like even make right? Sense. And then like, how would these people be? Were they dead? <laughs> Or were no, they walking around like, but they oh, would, I've just, I've just... So essentially what he was doing was he was disrupting the circuits in the brain, which is essentially like the frontal lobe, where you do right. like your logic, your, your mm. functioning, your thinking, essentially, yeah. right? The prefrontal cortex. Yes. That's why when people got it, they essentially turned into zombies because they were disrupting the part that you use to make any type of decision. So it was almost like a treatment not to make them better, no. but to be like, calm down, you're useless now. Yeah, exactly. Mm, you're, you're oh my aggressive. God. And that was, why was this a thing? Why? So I'm so confused why it existed in the first people place. didn't like feeling uncomfortable and mentally ill people made mm. them uncomfortable, you know, like the public not knowing what to do with disruption of society. Yeah, which is my hypothesis. Did you say Nurse Ratchet? Yes. So that's from the film, isn't it? Yeah. What um, film is that? um, The really famous film is named One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Are you talking about that in the TV series? That's how it starts off: is the doctor doing the lobotomy from Mm -hmm. the ice pit? But I didn't know if he was a real person or not. Sounds like yeah. That's a spoiler for the film. Oh, Saw's hands. Don't listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a trippy one. I remember watching that in psychology class. I was like, what is this? It's a good film. I don't want it. Um, it is can, we, can we just go back to yes. the bit where he's doing five or ten at a time? <laughs> yeah. Did you say in a talent show or did I make yeah. that up? No, 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 no. He, no, you're not making it up. And he was the talent. Okay. He would do like right. these like huge spec- spectacles of people. Like people theater would come. shows. Yes. Yeah. People would come. Like and surgical theater. Mm. Yes. Okay, but it's his show. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. became right. famous. I was thinking it. it's like a now... Here's Steve Lobotomy, and he comes and he's walking on yeah. and everyone's a trolley. <laughs> That's exactly. He had a cart. Here. I can do. He had like a yeah. cart. He was like rolling yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Oh, so he was God. doing it in a not as quick way, I guess. I don't know. He mm. the way he was getting into it, but then he was like, "Oh, let me get an ice pick," and mm. and it worked. Oh my God. Too well. Oh, didn't JFK's sister get lobotomized? Oh, really? Yeah, I, I believe so. She apparently she was too clever or something. Really? <laughs> Probably back yeah. there, like this lady's speaking too much. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Look at that word. <laughs> she, she was. I think she had some diagnoses, and yeah, that yeah. played into where the mental health field is now. Oh. Yeah. So we'll go into that. So yeah, that's luckily they don't do it anymore. I mean. 1950s is when they stopped so mm, it's not still so far too close yes. God, yeah. yeah so now let's go into electroconvulsive therapy also 
electric shock therapy. So this is still done. I was saying they do. Yes, they still do it, but it's under general anesthesia, so you're not awake for it, or you are. I don't know. You just can't feel it, right? I don't know. So essentially, they're using small electric currents passed through the brain, intentionally triggering a brief seizure. So what it seems to do is it causes changes in the brain chemistry, which can reverse symptoms of certain mental conditions like severe depression, which is usually accompanied by like detachment from reality, like psychosis, treatment resistant depression. So the chronic kind that does not get better with medications or other treatments severe mania it helps with that and then catatonia it helps with that too and aggression and this is this is proven like Mm -hmm. it is proven to help yeah so it's not because when you hear it you think oh that's like you think of like an electric chair or right right. they have a metal pole in their mouth and they're screaming Mm -hmm. and they're like return to oz return to oz oh well yeah yeah. what is that Mm -hmm. Oh, it's what? the scariest, scariest has, film. She has um, electro-therapy. <gasps> really? She? Yeah. Mm. It's the second Wizard of Oz, basically, that has nothing to do with the actual Wizard of Oz. No, it doesn't. No. No. I mean, Dorothy's in it, Mel. <laughs> it's very scary. It's very scary awful. film. Yeah. yeah don't well, watch it. That's a spoiler there. Don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Spoiling everything. <laughs> so with ECT, they, they found that small doses is effective. Mm. Okay. Could yeah. it cause um, complications, side effects, mm-hmm. uh, damage to the brain in areas you you don't want it damaged? With it being done now, it's very controlled. Okay. It's it's done mm-hmm. very controlled. There's a really famous psychiatric hospital in the Boston area that does ECT, and it's like they have their own clinic um, in it and everything. McLean Hospital. So they still so they still have the treatment available. And my husband, who is also a um, mental health therapist, actually knows clients that have had it done. Um, that treatment right. and he like seen it being effective in depression oh I didn't okay. know that. no I didn't know I thought it was another like one of those unaffected like medieval form of therapy mm. yeah it was definitely during the asylums so now that all the witches are burned asylums are open for business what are your experiences with asylums so we were saying before we live very close to Broadmoor which is a uh, home for the criminally criminally insane. Mm-hmm. So the Cray twins are there. I believe a Yorkshire Ripper was there. Yeah, he was there. Peter Sutcliffe was mm-hmm. there. And um, so we would hear every Mondays there would be a test of a siren, which was the mm-hmm. old air raid air raid mm-hmm. sirens yeah. and the World War. from the World War. So if you Google like YouTube yeah. old air raid, you can hear the sound, and there'll be one for someone's escaped and that would be the sound you would hear and then there'll be another one for all clear we found we them found and everything's we got good back. and I believe where we sent home from school once where yes. someone had escaped so well, basically so if you're in the catchment area so where we lived and where mm-hmm. we went to school you'd always have to sign a form basically mm. saying what would happen if the Broadmoor siren went off so it'd be would your mum come pick you up what? or would they leave you in the protection in of the school on mm. lockdown kind of thing um, I don't think it was called lockdown then but no, you know, yeah. it was you know well, basically I mean, protected yeah mm. um I think I swear our mum was like leave you in the school. <laughs> no, she came and got us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few stories. I don't remember having to leave because of it. Though. Yeah, it wasn't anything crazy though. I swear it was like near the end of the day anyway. Mm. And everyone was like, oh, let's just go then. Yeah. There's a siren's coming on. I remember like it got to the point where you would hear it not on a Monday and you'd be like, yeah. Oh, that is it. And then you carry on with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, know I mean? like, exactly. you weren't like, yeah. oh, funny. But it was, it was very, yeah, mm. it was very well protected. So for someone to yeah. escape, we actually had a friend whose dad was a security guard mm. there. And you used to be able to tour it. I don't think you can anymore. You used to be able to drive around it quite Oh my freely. God, they lived in the luxury. It was, there was actually a huge um, article mm. um, 
it, it might be in the Daily Mail, so not the most kind of um, Trust. trustworthy yeah. sources. But excuse me, it was yeah, pretty much like five-star luxury swimming pools, pool tables, spas in like, the facility, the, like in the facility, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, it, it's just like one of the biggest. But I think it's the way it, it was because it was criminally insane. It did need that high level of security. Yeah. But again, I think it always puts into your mind like. <gasps> A, a, an institution where mm. you know these, you know they have to let off sirens when someone escapes. It's a little bit like because they're you know mentally ill. Mm. Is it, that's I think that's the only kind of. But even then, we weren't like oh, it's because they're mentally mm-hmm. ill in any way. It's because they're criminal. They're murderers. Yeah, murderers. probably murder. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, basically. But so that's yeah. Mm. And then we did live with us. Um, uh, what was her official title? Just mental health nurse, right? Yeah. yeah, and she'd come back with some stories, and she looked after, I think, quite an older mm. kind of demographic of like patients. So it was a bit more difficult as far as like um, um, like managing the things they get up to during the day and managing them. Yeah. And, um, but she would. We we say this about like the whole full moon thing, and I think you touched on it earlier, where you yeah. know there was that theory about planets and all this kind of stuff. But she, one of their their known things, were like, "Oh, we don't want to work because it's full moon." Genuinely, extra staff and, on that full moon. Yeah, yeah. Like, and was, she would mm. uh, during that time she'll be punched in the face, she'll be <gasps> spat at, she'll oh, have no. the worst experience. Come home like in tears sometimes, yeah. like yeah. and uh, like it was a difficult job anyway. Absolutely. But for some reason, for them, full moon, she was like, "No, yeah. I don't want to do it." Yeah, it was like a thing mm, so strange what, what was, are the theories of that I don't know isn't it something like the moon controls the waves so it controls the water <laughs> water and us yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know something like it's very yeah. medieval to me yeah. it controls tides of the moon because it stretches the earth slightly mm. and the sun's pulling on the earth that side the moon's pulling on the earth that side and it becomes bulbous. That's why we have tides. I didn't know mm-hmm. that was a thing. I didn't know that either. So maybe that's what it's doing to the water. So maybe in our, our faces. <laughs> yeah, that's why you can't see. You're just losing moon. your footing. Your, your out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That makes well, sense. There we go. Answered by science once again. <laughs> Always. Responsible for another discovery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I have nothing to add. I went to the same school. Yeah, yeah we went to the same. <laughs> that's yeah. all I know. Say, <laughs> I feel like being that close to something like that did kind of spur on our interest, though. Mm-hmm. in like serial killers and true crime and stuff because mm. it was so where, prevalent where, no I wasn't ever thinking about that <laughs> siren where we went to school there was a mushroom farm oh, and oh, there shit. was just dung every day mm. every morning you'd get there and you'd know you'd be near you'd be like the oh dung they're, smell. they're, sm- they're um, <laughs> setting the manure on fire yeah. again yeah. Oh, it's they're awful. dunging the mushrooms dunging <laughs> oh, see I was more interested in, in the true crime aspect <laughs> of not the poo not the poo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whereas I now yeah. <laughs> I'm interested <Both>. in poo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank goodness for YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So was I'm was it a, a new channel? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was it was um going to like close down asylums a big thing? For you guys, or like no, I, we yeah. we drove the closest thing we did to that was driving up to Broadmoor when one of our friends could drive, and we were like, oh my god, it's gonna be so scary. And got to it, and it was just a big brick wall with security guards out front, yeah. the main road going you around it. Go in it um, right, yeah. and then we saw lights like one flickering. It was like, oh no, they just turned it off. Yeah. You know, it wasn't anything. <laughs> that lights flickering. It was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's electricity. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> what is our nearest asylum then that's been shut down? I don't know. We should. No. Are they I still open essentially? London. Or are they closed down? Yeah, I think there's. I think there's a few like, yeah, I think there's they're they're dotted around, Mm. but they're 
there's far more abandoned, you yeah. know, shut down than there is like, yeah. open ones. Yeah, yeah prisons are sure. like prisons now. I think, yeah, they're pretty just prisons, to be honest with you. Yeah, we have, we I think we had three in Massachusetts, like, since the 1800s, and only one is still open, but it's, like, called a right. state hospital, mm. essentially, where they have right, inpatient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just changed the name. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. So the one yeah. that um, I have a connection to is called Danvers State Hospital, originally known as the State Lunatic Hospital, which is crazy. Um, but it was built in the eighteen late 1800s, and it was designed to be, like, this really forward-thinking progressive building where they had gardens and farms and space for enough patients to thrive in so that was like kind of the newer movement of it but because it was becoming so effective they kept sending all of their psychiatric patients there so it was the overran so by the 19 early 1900s they weren't getting funding anymore they were losing staff and that's where they reverted to using the shock therapy the lobotomies the straight jackets that was a big one. Oh yeah, it's almost cool. like they were thinking like, how can we deal with our mistake of overpopulating right. these things? Mm. Yeah, yep. And then it's control. Yeah. It's controlling them. And then this is like controlling essentially the worst of the worst, right? Like the people that mm. couldn't yeah. function into the public. So they got shut down. Or sorry, I take it back. So 1970s when JFK signed the bill to de de whatever that word is so it says make yes (laughs) that word um and i think that was based on his sister because he had a kind of like a soft spot for mental health because of his sister she Mm. battled with Mm. i think depression and maybe well and i know there was alcoholism in his family too um so they created the department of mental health and then shut down this specific asylum in the 90s where I was when I mean I was born in the late 80s but you know what they did with the patients they sent them to a different state hospital and if the ones were like deemed fit to return to the community they literally just sent them to their last address home of address oh I know so we had a lot of homeless people in the area because they shut down the hospital the campus was essentially abandoned from 92 to 2006. It was just there. Nobody owned it. Nobody touched it. But then a housing, like, what do you call it? Apartment company Develop- bought, the mm. developer bought the property for $12 million to create apartment buildings. Oh, oh my God. God. So yeah. we've got that literally down the road over there. There's an old army yeah, hospital is, that's yeah. now all being, which Robert didn't know existed, and you can see it from his window. Um, <laughs> it's literally being made into flats right now. And every time I walk past it, you see half it's being made into mm-hmm. these modern flats, and the other half still doesn't have windows. Right. And it's like the weirdest yeah. thing to me. Like, people yeah. died and went through a lot in there. Yeah. I know, just the energy. Yeah. Construction was delayed in 2007 because a mysterious fire broke out on their property. And they had web cameras recording the area. When everything was fine, fire started, it just turned black. Like, (sighs) could not figure out where the fire started. So they were like, the people that bought it originally sold it. (laughs) They were like, we don't want this. (laughs) (laughs) For one million. Yeah, they're like, please take it. So finally, somebody built. So people live there now. 
yeah that's kind of creepy i don't know i don't think i would that's live weird. there yeah i think i'd just be a little bit like like i'm not someone that's like oh the energy is bad here but i'd feel i'd feel it's kind of feel that way i, I love feel that. like i was being a bit disrespectful yeah. yes yeah there's yeah. like a bit like mm, turn it into like i don't know a fundraiser building <laughs> or full of fundraising <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. Charity based yeah. building. That's a really or something good idea. something useful. I'd be like, I'm gonna turn this into modern modern suites. Yeah. It's a little bit like oh right. that's a bit like people suffered here and now you're changing it to luxury. Literally building over to, the history. Yeah, of with really happened. high rent. Mm. Yeah, right. And it's like shitty buildings too. It would stop. Yeah, yeah, well. exactly. Mm. You can hear all your neighbours. Yes. You're like, is that my neighbor <laughs> or a ghost? I don't know, but they need to stop. Leave away shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so that is all I have for the history of the mental illness that was treatment. So that was very yeah. interesting. Thank you so much for adding all the info. It's really interesting to like learn about what's happening in the different parts of the the world and the mental mm. health care because the changes so much with mm. even within like your family unit too, right? Like it's really based mm. on oh, yeah. what mm. your family talks about. So with that I want to ask, what do you feel nostalgic for when you think about the 90s and the, and the um, early 2000s? Honestly, CD players oh. and cassette players and like sitting in my room with a new CD or cassette and learn, learning the lyrics to all the songs. Oh my god, we were talking about that. We were just talking about writing down the and lyrics. Like you learn, yeah, it yeah. either came the lyrics or you stop and play and you write to rest my doorbell. <laughs> You stop and you write it down, mm, yeah, and then like, be like, "What?" And then be like, "What's she saying?" And you and then you miss it, and then you rewind too far. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Start the whole thing again. It takes yeah. like an hour and a half. Recording the chart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever hold like? the stereo to another stereo to record the radio yes oh god yes yeah, yeah to record <laughs> <laughs> and they just have the radio presenter talking over the end yes. of the music you'd be playing it in your car like, yeah. and then if you run like you run out of the tape you're like oh no no this is the end of the tape mm, flip it over quick <laughs> yeah like, don't tell the police you know what I really miss <laughs> right I remember when we first got like Sky TV mm. and it, all the early like Nickelodeon Disney mm-hmm. Channel Fox Kids yeah. Trouble remember mm. Trouble what was the other one that was it Trouble and all those early programs and like the main thing you did with your life was go to school and then watch TV yes. and uh, you, <laughs> you'd go it? to school you'd get home yeah. um, request a song on the box yeah. yeah and then play remember that game you used to have on Beehive Bedlam. Beehive Bedlam. Mm. That was on Sky. <laughs> that was on Sky. It was one of their yeah. like Sky games. It was like there's games on the TV, <laughs> and it was like wow. shopping, the gadget shop. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And music channels. And we then, had channels. Ooh, yeah. What was it? The Box, Smash Hits, Kiss, and you could like text in and be like, "Can you play um, Britney Spears?" Britney Spears. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have that. And then you get it as a ringtone. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, do you remember polyphonic ringtones? Yeah. And you you buy one ringtone, it costs you like ten pounds. Yeah. What? <laughs> on oh back, my god! You used to get magazines, right? And on the back, it would be like text this number, yeah. and f- with like this number code, mm-hmm. and you could either buy like and it had pictures of all like the really terrible like back. It was like I love mum and yeah. I love you, yeah. and you can send them to people or like ringtones. Then sometimes it wouldn't be compatible, compatible with your phone, and you'll spend all your credit oh, buying yeah. one. Work but it got you. to a point where artists were making songs that just sounded like ringtones because that yeah, was they were making so much yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, For example, yeah. Soldier Boy. <laughs> 
but they'd just be making yeah mm. ringtone sounding songs yeah, yeah I found you? like just looking at VHS's or just pictures mm. of VH tapes just brings back so much memories for me yeah because I yeah. watched a lot of movies growing up and it was like in the states they had like video stores like Blockbuster and all that the stuff Blockbuster mm. yeah oh so yes so I like need to make a good Blockbuster candle oh. yeah they do smell what would it popcorn smell like carpet <laughs> It'd be like, 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 yeah, carpet and popcorn, but Must. also like rewind. Yeah, rewind. <laughs> it smells like rewind. <laughs> but it, no, it kind of had the same smell as you know when you go bowling and you spray your bowling shoes with yeah. that spray. It was a very similar smell to that. <laughs> and then like teenager who worked there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even then- the VHS. Um, the the case for the tape. Do you remember yes. trying to shut it? But yeah, never quite shut, right? you yeah. had to yeah. line up the, the little things. Yeah. 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 That was the worst bit. <laughs> or when it when you had the um, rewinder. Do you remember like having a separate rewinder? I never had one of them, but you could buy a separate. You put the tape and it would just rewind it for you. Yeah, yeah. but like ours was the VHS, was the VHS yeah. rewind button. No, it was a separate one. I think so. This was, it was before. Quick. It was really quick. Yeah, wasn't it? And, yeah. This was, really? and I think this was before VCRs had the rewind button, so you had to put it in a separate oh, wow. one, and it would always stick <laughs> onto the little like film. So I'd be like, oh, well, fuck, where goes my Harry at the spy? Did you have- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you did you have a program where you'd so in our radio times or our TV times I don't know what it's called out there there'd be a little code and you'd put that in and that would set the VHS recorder to record at a certain time I don't remember, Do you remember that this? no I don't you'd know put, you'd have a special remote with a big um, yeah, number keypad so I'd do it when I was recording wrestling because it started at one a.m. and right, sometimes right. you'd put the code in wrong and I'd be like recording Let's ten minute preview on yeah. <laughs> I'd be furious. I think you're yeah. right. Yes, we had that, but that was like in the later, later. How did it days. work? I don't know. Imagine. Well, no. do I feel like, Do you have teletext out there? Did you ever mm-hmm. have that? What's that? So it was kind of like the sky's red button. You know, where you push a red button and you'd technically go into a form of internet, okay. and you'd see weather on it. You'd see like see flights, facts. yeah, yeah. facts oh, about things. Okay. So that's. Embe- if you've ever recorded anything from the TV on a VHS, the teletext of the time will also be embedded on the VHS. Oh, no. So, like things like news articles, like really basic news, like yeah. everything would be on that v- VHS. Which is how I found out Princess Diana died was on CFAX on teletext oh, yeah. because this was before twenty-four hour news. Right, so yeah. right. It started at a certain time. Obviously, it came on, but yeah. we didn't have all the channels mm. then. So yeah, I was just on CFAX trying to find out the Chelsea score, and yeah. Mm. Wow. No, we didn't have Weird. that. It was just the VHS you hit record and I think it, it did the like scheduling thing but good times I never thought I'd ever miss VHS <laughs> oh I know, no, I, know. For CDs. I know I saw I saw a TikTok recently and it was somebody has like a really old TV with like the VHS in it and then they had all these VHSs and they just put in like um, a Disney VHS and then the old beginning was on it and then it had loads mm. of adverts at the mm. beginning and it was so like oh yeah, yeah I do remember yeah. it was shit but good <laughs> Not going back there. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Those, um, those YouTube videos with all the old adverts. I wish oh, we recorded I love, I all of them now. Yeah. 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 Did you guys ever get the Mickey Mouse Club? Like the one with Justin Timberlake in them? No. We didn't have that. 
No. No. We had the Goosebumps Club. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, there was, I was a part club. of that. Oh. <laughs> they said you three three books every month really? with like a picture and like one year one month I got a key ring and they send you a, a calendar hell? that was like scratch and sniff. I was, it was all about like, them. Yeah. Yeah. That was so good. And R.L. Stein yeah. for the mature yeah. readers. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Have you seen his um series coming out on something? <laughs> no. And I, I I think he does like it's free horror stories, and I think it's something like it's the same day oh. on different years or something. And it it's um. I think yeah. I know who you're talking about. It's like um based oh, I, on the more that adult. Great. <laughs> yes. Yeah. More the adult. But it's him not... doing horror stuff. Who does anyway? <laughs> who is it? Like, so he does goosebumps, and what's that like? More adult. Oh, um, something street. Oh, um, you know what I'm talking about? Because there was goosebumps, wasn't there? Then like goosebumps 2000, and then there was something else that he did. That's what I miss about the 90s. Everything having 2000. Very edgy. Yeah. 2K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to bother me now. I'll find out that I message yeah. you later. Yes, please. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, thank you so I'm much. I'm sure everyone cares. So <laughs> Pleasure. Thank right. you for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Till next time, homies. Keep it real. Peace. <laughs> thank you for joining us, and be sure to come back next week where we continue to explore true crime psychology, the paranormal, mental health, and everything in between. We would love to hear from you, so email us at millennialtherapistspod at gmail.com with your ghost stories, paranormal experiences, questions about therapy and counseling, or the social work field. And don't forget to share, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Remember, you are valued, you are enough, and you are not alone. Please subscribe and review. Bye-bye. Although we are licensed mental health therapists and may cover therapy-related subjects, the topics in this podcast should not substitute professional, psychological, or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you are a victim of a crime, which includes but not limited to stalking, human trafficking, financial crimes, or sexual assault, please know the Victim Connect Resource Center can help. They are a referral helpline where crime victims can learn about their rights and options confidentially and compassionately. A traditional telephone-based helpline is one 855 victim or one 855 or you can connect with them at chat.victimconnect.org or at the website victimconnect.org. If you or someone you know is in crisis, whether they are considering suicide or not, please call the toll-free lifeline available 24-7 across the United States by calling one 800 273 8255 or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. U.S. and Canadian listeners can also text HOME to 741-741 to connect with a trained crisis counselor. UK listeners text HOME to 85258 and Ireland listeners text HOME to 50808. For more mental health resources and support, international listeners can visit the website unitedgmh.org slash mental-health-support to find more mental health services and resources. And if you are a veteran in crisis or concerned about one, connect with the Veteran Crisis Line to reach caring, qualified responders with the Department of Veterans Affairs at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or text 838-255. Or you can always visit veteranscrisisline.net. If you or anyone you know may be experiencing domestic violence, you can find resources and support with the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Visit thehotline.org or call 1-800-799-7000.